Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Design Hustle podcast. This is an initiative between Design Hub Kampala, MasterCard Foundation, and the Innovation Village. We're all about telling the stories of entrepreneurs and their entrepreneurship journey. Without further ado, here is your host, that is me, Patricia Peel, a multi-passionate creative purposepreneur, a designer, storyteller, life coach, and the founder of This Is Me. So Esther, if you could just tell us about yourself, who are you, what do you do? Um, my name is Esther Tevandeke. I am a storyteller and I've been doing this for about 13 years now. I started out as a dancer doing contemporary dance, uh, ballroom dances, and then somehow just stumbled upon acting when I auditioned for a role that was uh, being auditioned for by Maisha Film Lab. I got a lead role to play a short film called uh, Sins of the Parents, Mm. and that was 2008. So since then, that's how my career in film begins. And um, yeah, I've I've gone on to act in so many films and stage plays and I could say one of the most prominent roles that you could that anyone could see me performing in is Queen of Katwe playing Sarah Katende that we did in 2015 yeah. uh, um, there's another film I just did recently called Imperial Blue that has gone on to that was a British film stroke British and Ugandan collaboration that has gone on to also do really well uh, on the market I have recently gone into directing, producing, writing, and and also distribution of film. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that you're a multifaceted creative. Goodness, wow, those are so many things. How did you get even to that? How did you like, like at what point did the story say, you know what, this is what I want to do with my life? I I think what what was the driving what's the word what drove me to art mostly was just dance i didn't start out thinking i would make film i've always loved film like i grew up as a child going to cinemas and my dad exposed me to a lot of film and a lot of music and i used to go to the cinema to watch films a lot but i started out as a dancer i just simply wanted to dance and then being at the national theater you are exposed to all kinds of artists you find filmmakers you find poets you find dancers you find comedians so you're always like mingling with all kinds of people so that's how i stumbled upon this audition that's uh looking for actors i didn't think I would get a role and then I ended up getting a leading role in that short film. So I feel like my career as a filmmaker started there, but as an accident. (laughs) Wow. Now, knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently if you were to start all over again? Yeah. You know, I, I don't like to say that I'm someone who regrets so many things that they say I have like a huge regret which is if I hadn't if I knew what I know now, if I'd known what I know now as a maybe a twenty year old on campus, I could have gone 
and done these things earlier. Like I wanted to do them, but I let fear and, you know, doubt and I don't know, thinking I was too young for them. Mm. Maybe no one would believe me. No one would think I am that talented. No one would take me seriously. So I kept putting off so many things. So if if I could redo time, I would go back to, to, to my 20s and start there and not wait to start when I was maybe like 25 or 20, you know, 28, you know, I would, I would have started earlier. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, mm. you know, because there are different types of support structures like, you know, Design Hub, which is really for creatives and things like that. Have you ever mm. made any use of them? Like, has it ever even been of help to you? I was at Design Hub on a project that was funded by Hevos, mm. and I truly, truly enjoyed that project. Yeah. It's just that I feel like um, for some reason our team failed to deliver on what we were supposed to deliver on that uh, that he was had funded for had, had like funded us to do. Yeah. So I feel I feel like that thing hurts me to this day that for some reason as a team we just failed to come to some sort of um, work like some sort of consensus on what to deliver to Hivos. Mm-hmm. But I uh, what I love about Design Hub is that. When you walk into this place, it's like you do not know what you're going to, I mean, you don't know who you're going to run into. You're going to find animators, you'll find graphic designers, you'll find, like I was always fascinated by guys who do like 3D printing in there, like do animation, which I love a lot. Um, I like I met so many people who worked for like Mango Tree, like mm-hmm. this like a vibe at Design Hub that I feel like each artist like at some point in their life should like at least experience Design Hub. I remember my friends moved from the National Theatre and took their offices to Design Hub. The Batalo East guys would do that dance. So for me, I felt like Design Hub was giving artists some sort of alternative space to to be creative. So I think I think it's a place every artist should experience. Wow, yeah. And just, you know, going on from what you're saying, saying like, you know, artists need to join such kind of creative spaces. Do you know anything else that maybe you'd recommend to someone who's trying to get into the creative field? Like, what would you recommend to them? How do you mean like a space? Not even just a space. Maybe it's something that you have learned along the way in your journey. You know, Uh, if someone came up to you who had no idea about, let's say, film. Like, what would you recommend to them? What kind of advice would you give to them? It's, it's what what I think we've maybe loosely touched on since we started speaking. I think if you if you want to do something, you need to find the community of the people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. So since the National Theatre is like more like a government uh, institution, it's now locked down because of COVID, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the, the, the institutions or organizations like or spaces like Design Hub are more private and they tend they continue to run because I think it's easier to run those spaces with SOPs and stuff like that. I feel like everyone who wants to, to kind of nurture their creativity should find communities that are are in the in the areas that they're interested in. And so the best place to start is places like Design Hub you will run into all kinds of creatives that probably have networks that they are into that are of other creatives that could point you towards filmmaking. So you could start like there because that's the easiest place to probably start. Like you, you found my number through Yantin yeah. and I don't know if you are a, a filmmaker as well, you probably are not. Mm-hmm. But imagine another creative wanted to start film and she ran into you, Patricia, she'll probably be like, I want to make films. And then you'll be like, oh, 
I know filmmaker is Terry Tevandike. Yeah. So I think communities like Design Hub are necessary and are very valuable to artists. Wow, thank you so much for that. Just a final question. What's the future for Estee? Uh, <laughs> if I started, it would need more than six minutes. <laughs> Are you sure? I am, I'm ready to hear. Me, I'm all ready to hear it. Uh, so I think um, there's so much I want to do. Like, first of all, I said, I mentioned I've gone into distribution. My husband and I have started an online streaming service for short form content of pe for people from uh, of African descent. So we are launching the platform uh, hopefully end of this year, around November, December. Okay. So that's something that we're going into, which is short form, which is short films, both video and audio. We're taking music, we're taking podcasts, we're taking everything. That's a form of distribution for people of, uh, that are making content. And then another thing that I'm doing this year is I'm doing the first of you know, my, my Women's Film Festival in November. That's something I'm working towards as well. I am working on directing maybe two short films this year before it ends. That's something that I'm working on. So there's quite a bit, and I'm excited. I think um, hopefully COVID does not bring, uh, like, does not, does not put a damp on, like, the mood and the plans that we have. We're also pushing for a... A, a film caravan, like a Kiasi movie caravan that's going to be going around the country and showing short form content to people that cannot afford wow. to pay the films or even afford internet. So we are going like Chiranda style and just taking films to young people so we can build audiences for African films so we can stop watching these not stop, but love our films more, even as we watch Western films. We should learn how to tell stories the way we know how to tell stories mm -hmm. and also consume our own content. Wow. So it's, it's great a bit in the pipeline, yeah. Wow, wow, that is so fantastic. I can't wait for all of that that is going to happen. Thank you so much, Estee. Hello. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. Thank you, too. Thank you so much for interviewing me. <laughs> Have a very... Yes. Sorry, before you go, where what what are you doing this um, research or interview for? So we're we're getting interviews from different creatives, and we want to create a podcast around it. It's going to be either podcast or written, and basically it's just so that people can understand that creatives are doing amazing things. We want to change this whole misconception in Uganda of like yeah. you're a creative, like really, can you survive? You know, eh? Yeah, so yeah. like kind of, I don't even know where that stereotype came from, but it's something that just needs to be debunked. Yeah, I, but uh, you know, it's so weird that when I started out, it was bad, but now I have parents coming to me and saying, my child is interested in acting, my child is interested in dance, my child is interested in writing, where can I take them? For me, that's already a sign that people are starting to change how yeah. they think about them because yeah. they're seeing that people are becoming musicians overnight on the internet and are making money. So I think you are very your podcast or your research that you're doing is very timely and should should help a lot with helping people continue to change their mindsets. Yeah, thank you so much for that. You've given given me even more gas. <laughs> you're welcome.
Thank you for listening to the Design Hustle podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Design Hub Kampala, Mastercard Foundation, and the Innovation Village. So please check us out at designhubkampala.com. Till next time.